Today we're going to talk about different types of meditation and mindfulness exercises. Right. Uh, we, we've mentioned all week long that there, there are multitude, a multitude of benefits mm -hmm. that come from um, meditation practices and um, you know, using different forms of uh, mindfulness exercises. Mm -hmm. And uh, we, we spoke the other day about you know, major changes that can happen in your brain, um, right. very uh, measurable changes that can happen in your brain right. after a short time of, of employing some of these practices. And so today we're going to talk a little bit about some different forms of, of meditation and mindfulness mm -hmm. so that you can find the one that is best suited for your needs. That's right. Um, when, when this topic comes up, typically when you mention this to people, they, they get sort of squeamish mm -hmm. because, and, and most people uh, respond the same, oh no, that, that's all that hippie, mm -hmm. touchy-feely stuff, you know, mm -hmm. and it makes them very uncomfortable. Right. Um, and that's that's a common response. Um, but and some people are hesitant <coughs> about it for religious purposes. And there's the religious aspect right. of it because this is a it uh, the the whole concept of meditation is born of religious practices. It right. comes out of religious practices right. in the Far East, mm -hmm. uh, well, India, um, and it, and um, so it, it is based on religious experience. Mm -hmm. And so you're right. Mm -hmm. uh, for some people, this is. Uh, perilously close to their religious beliefs and mm -hmm. that they want to avoid it for that reason. Um, most of us, however, just react because meditate, the whole concept of meditation is relatively new in the United States. In it, the United it, States. It's here in the 20th century, you know, right. when it was introduced here. Um, and if you remember the Beatles, you know, mm -hmm. they had that, right. that little period where they were going to India. Mm -hmm. And that's when, when most of us uh, really discovered it. Right. Was was because of that during the '60s, and so it's always been associated with that right. hippie generation, the '60s generation. Um, it's far more than that, mm -hmm. and we've learned that it's far more useful right. than that because um, not only do we now know that you get immediate relief right. of of stressful situations to relieve acute stress, but that actually, if you practice this on a regular basis, mm -hmm. you can get long term and what we called yesterday state change, uh, trait changes, trait changes okay? Right. So not only change your current state of, um, of being, but you can create long-term trait-like changes in your brain. Right. And we compared it to medication effects, right. you know, which have long-term uh, medication effects. So this can have the same thing. Right. But, the, but what you have to do is, you, since this was introduced in the United States, there are dozens of ways to meditate. Right. And what the challenge is to find the one that works best for you. Mm -hmm. Okay, and yeah. that's that's what we want to talk about today. What's going to work for you? So don't be embarrassed to use it. Right, and then find the one that works best. Right. <coughs> We're pulling information from two different articles, um, both of which are from Medical News Today. Mm -hmm. uh, the link, the link to both of these articles are in the show notes. Um, one of them presents seven different forms of meditation, right. and the other. Um, includes six different types of mindfulness, uh, six different mindfulness exercises. Um, th there's a lot of overlap right. uh, between the two lists, and so we're just we're going to hit some of the um, highlight some of the big mm -hmm. points here. And the other thing with these meditation techniques is that they they um, are comparable to some of the techniques we use generally. We don't call them meditation. Mm -hmm. we, we call it cognitive behavioral therapy. Right. But much of cognitive behavioral therapy is based on meditation. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, the other one that many people will be familiar with is the Lamaze childbirth method, mm -hmm. which uses uh, breathing exercises, mm -hmm. 
which come out of the whole area of meditation. Right. Okay? So you may be, you may have used some of these techniques and not really known it. Mm -hmm. <coughs> Absolutely. So, all right. So let's talk about some of the different types right. of meditation. Uh, one of them is called loving kindness meditation. Mm -hmm. And now we're starting with this one, though this is going to be one that is going to immediately take you back to that 60s <laughs> stereotype of, of meditation. It does. Uh, but the whole idea here is to open yourself to the um, to the opportunity to um, ha to experience um, right. kindness and love from other people. Right, and when you read that, when you read about this, yeah. it's like, oh, here we go again. Yeah. And that's what it does. It, it just, oh my God, I don't want to do this. That you're going to be loving, and you're going to give love to the universe, and you're going to receive love from. And that's the kind of language that turns many people off. Right. Okay. Um, but that's not quite what this is about. Right. Because this is, you know, th this type of meditation is especially good for people who harbor a lot of anger, a lot of frustration, a lot of resentment, and those kinds of things. Because <coughs> those emotions, those um, those feelings, block or inhibit our opportunities to ha have positive relationships with other people. So right. this kind of meditation actually can be very <coughs> helpful for those That's individuals. Right. This would be this is great for people who tend to look at everything as be the glass half empty. Right. Okay. That they have angry thoughts, that everything bothers them, they're easily irritated. Um, and what you want to do is you want to replace those negative thoughts mm -hmm. with more positive thoughts. Right. That's essentially what you're doing Absolutely. here. And so they talk about love, but it's just looking at things a little bit differently. Mm -hmm. That's that's all you're asking Absolutely. for here. Mm -hmm. Now, a second type <coughs> is called body scan or yeah. progressive mm -hmm. relaxation. And what this is, is this is, um, again, this is a very common practice right. whereby you um, sort of sit quietly and just kind of walk your way through your body and look for areas right. that are high in tension uh, or that are that's holding a lot of stress. You know, uh, we mentioned this a couple of weeks ago that you know people sometimes will experience who experience stress will feel it in their shoulders because there's <laughs> a lot of tension and the muscles just get very right. tight and yeah. bound there. And so that's a very good strategy to use. This is a very good strategy to use when you're holding tension in different parts of your body. Characterized by you know just muscle soreness or just some um, limited mobility and, and that kind of stuff that's coming from stress. I have to say that I don't have uh, a great deal of experience with these different techniques, but this is one that I did. Mm -hmm. I didn't do it. I took a course when I was in mm -hmm. graduate school, very early in my graduate training, and the the guy's name was Bill Cormier, and he and his wife had written a book about counseling strategies, and I took a course that he taught. And he did this with our whole mm -hmm. class. Mm -hmm. he, he had us um, form into dyads. Mm -hmm. And he walked us through. He turned the lights down in the room, and he mm -hmm. walked us mm -hmm. through this. And I'll tell you what, I have never felt more relaxed in my life. Yeah. I've had, I had to have a shot of some drug because I was having a breathing spasm, mm -hmm. bronchitis or something. I don't know what it was, Valium or something. And it was comparable to Valium. Yeah. Okay, it was it was that profound mm -hmm. because what he did is he, he did a body scan. We mm -hmm. went all the way down from our from our eyes mm -hmm. all the way down to our feet. Mm -hmm. And when when I was done with that, it took about I don't know maybe 15, 10, 15 minutes. I've never the only thing I can compare it to is is a shot of Valium. Mm -hmm. So if all of the techniques work as well as this one, right. uh, it makes you a believer. Right. Mm -hmm. Now the third one mentioned is mindfulness meditation, and we're <coughs> going to spend more time talking about that right. one in just a moment. So I'm going to put that one aside. Yeah, and we've uh, talked about moment. that.
before. Yeah, we've talked about it a few times. Uh, but we're going to talk about it again when yeah. we do the yeah. six, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Now, the fourth one is uh, breath awareness meditation. Right. And just like uh, what we were just talking about with scanning the body for muscle tension and things like that, mm -hmm. this, uh, this meditation expects you or requires you or uh, encourages you right. to really focus on your breathing um, and focus on you know, um, taking deep breaths and relaxing right. the way that you're breathing. Because when we're stressed, when we're anxious, we tend to breathe faster, more right. more shallow. And, and so this is one that encourages us to take more deep breaths. Mm -hmm. And and again, what you're doing is, it's always about replacement. You're replacing negative thoughts mm -hmm. with mm -hmm. thoughts about your breathing, right. okay? Because breathing is no, is uh, neutral. You know, there's no good or bad in breathing. Right. So what you're doing is you're, you're moving your thinking from the irritating, stress-inducing, frustrating, anger-producing thoughts that many of us have to something that's neutral. Right. And once you relieve your brain of all that, the worry circuit in your brain starts to come back right. to normal. Because what happens, you, you get these thoughts and they, 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 um, they increase, they mm -hmm. continue, and they get worse, right. okay? Uh, the more you think about it, the angrier you get, and mm -hmm. we've all had that experience. So this shuts down those thoughts by moving them to something else, right. your breath, which is neutral. Now, number five is one that I had not heard of before. I haven't and either. And this is called uh, Kundalini I think Yoga. Right. I think that's how you pronounce mm -hmm. it. Um, Kundalini Yoga. And so this is a, a, a mixture of yoga <coughs> movements and postures right. with uh, deep breathing right. and, and mantra-like meditation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so what you're doing here is you're getting a double benefit. Right. The movements increase your strength, and mm -hmm. this is particularly useful for people who are of limited strength mm -hmm. and uh, the elderly right. are injured by post-surgical uh, recuperation. So people who begin with a, a weak mm -hmm. muscle mm -hmm. system. Um, and so you get increased strength, but also stress relief. Mm -hmm. So it combines the two. Right. Um, I might look that one up. Yeah. Yeah, see what... See what uh, that. Um, I think of Tai Chi when I think of yeah. this, but mm -hmm. I'll have to look it up and see, because I don't know anything about it either. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, the, the next <coughs> is Zen meditation. And Zen meditation is, um, it, this is the one that's rooted in the Buddhist right. tradition. This is the one that we always think about and yeah. that comedians talk about and all yeah. that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so this is, a, this is one where you're just working to get in a comfortable position, right. uh, focus on your breathing, and just sort of mindfully observe, mm -hmm. you know, sort of your, your thoughts and your judgments and your right. perspectives on things that's happening to you. Right, and of the seven, this is the one where you, uh, which is typically done with, a, with an instructor, right. because uh, there are certain steps and procedures that you use mm -hmm. for Zen meditation. Right. So typically you have to learn those from somebody else. Mm -hmm. You don't have to, there's a way of doing it right. without that. You can teach them to yourself, but this is typically the one where you have a master right teaching you, what was that, Kung Fu years ago, David mm -hmm. Carradine was right. in that TV show. And that's what this mm -hmm. Zen meditation is. Right. Mm -hmm. But again, it's the same idea, yeah. is you're moving, you're, you're doing all these things which replace the negative thinking. Right. Mm -hmm. The last one mentioned <coughs> here is transcendental meditation. And again, this is one that has, that uh, became very popular or at least commonly talked about, you know, because uh, there's, been, there's some famous um, Actors and musicians and um, you know artists that practice transcendental meditation and, and what this is is this is sort of a more spiritual type of meditation. Right. I remember when this what oh, you throwing stuff. Around? I don't know. Just yes. you you ups, you. Uh, this I remember when this swept through the country in the seventies. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Do you remember the seventies? Mm -hmm. 
Kindergarten. <clears throat> okay, well, when you were in kindergarten, this swept through the country, and I remember everybody, was, not everybody, but everybody was talking about TM. And, mm -hmm. and, so, and there were classes and mm -hmm. things, and people were doing TM. And this is the one where we just rolled our eyes when people right. would talk about TM. Oh, here mm -hmm. we go again. The yeah. hippies from the 60s are now doing transcendental meditation. <clears throat> but again, as the word implies, you transcend, mm -hmm. you move beyond your current thinking. Mm -hmm. And that's what all of them are about. Okay, so this is not any different. But what transcendental means is you transcend your current negative thoughts and elevate them to some yeah. other place. Absolutely. Now, now, if we shift over to the, <coughs> to the other article. Um, are, are you having you, you, Here's what happens. He makes me laugh in the morning. Okay, we get in here and he starts, okay? <laughs> so I'm not gonna take full responsibility for this and yes, I will blame somebody else. He makes me laugh and when I laugh, <laughs> I have asthma, I have exercise induced asthma. So your laughing is an exercise. And when, when you start <laughs> these things that you do in the morning, I start to laugh and then it, it triggers, a, triggers a little bit of this exercise-induced asthma. So I apologize uh, for that and I'll bring an inhaler, but if you would encourage Dr. Bernie to, to stop these little introductory little things that he does in the morning, it would help all of us, I, especially my lungs. I, uh, <coughs> I genuinely have no idea what you're talking about. I didn't think you would. But we can we can transcend this and and uh, and move on. So it is his fault. Just so you know. I would be happy to take the blame for anything that I understood that I was doing wrong. But uh, and I won't even tell you what he talks about in the morning <laughs> because it's not family. What do they call it? Family. I don't what are those video games? They have family. <laughs> what are they called? Go Teenagers. Ahead. Mature. <laughs> Mature only. I don't, Richard, I really... So, on to shift these... shift over to the other article. <laughs> now this, th I have to say though, th this, these are six mindfulness techniques to try today for physicians, right. okay? Because much of this, much of um, what we, when we looked this up, it was in medical journals and medical um, newspapers. Mm -hmm. And so this was six for physicians. By no means right. should this be limited to physicians. Absolutely. I mean, it... it it, they are they address um, mm -hmm. the needs of physicians because of their unique um, situations but these six would be useful for anybody so when we read through them we said well wait a minute anybody could use these right. so although it was written for physicians and we'll refer to uh, physicians as we talk about these things they can be applied anywhere by anybody right mm -hmm. and a couple of these are very similar to the ones we just talked right. about and so the first one is uh, taking a pause in breathing right you know so it's very similar to that breathing uh, relaxation that we talked about just a moment ago and this is you know <coughs> as you're feeling stressed and, right. and, and overwhelmed you know taking that moment to pause and just to step back and focus on your breathing for a few minutes so that you can uh, sort of relieve some of that stress right and he has a wonderful little um, thing to a way to remember this it's sort of like this mnemonic device he talks it calls it the doorknob technique mm -hmm. And he said, when w he's talking to physicians, and you can imagine a physician either going into surgery or mm -hmm. just coming out or has difficult cases, and you reach for a doorknob. Now, frequently, you can reach for a doorknob and rip the door open, mm -hmm. which increases your stress and your anger. Mm -hmm. But he said, you can also reach for the doorknob and pass your stress to the doorknob and to the door. Right. Just stop for that moment when you're reaching for the doorknob and think about what you're just pause mm -hmm. pause and get rid of that stress through the doorknob he said it only takes a few seconds mm -hmm. so again you don't have to sit in a yoga pose mm -hmm. to do this stuff you can do it on the fly you can right. do it while you're moving 
and that's a good good one to remember. Right. Pass it on to something else. Mm -hmm. The second one mentioned is mindfulness meditation, right. and, and again, so as you said before, we've kind of talked about this um, mm -hmm. previously this week, but this is a, a taking a moment to to stop and to maybe sit in a quiet place or to right. follow a guided meditation or something, and and just become keen becoming keenly aware of where you are at right. that moment, mm -hmm. you know, aware of your body, aware of your surroundings, and just mm -hmm. bringing yourself into the moment um, instead of focusing on the future, focusing on past events, you know, just focusing on right now. That's the important point, is that when we fret, when we get angry, invariably mm -hmm. we're angry about something that happened in the past right. or we're worried about something in the future. Right. And when we talk about getting to the present, what we're saying is, get rid of these anger-producing thoughts from your past. Mm -hmm. You really can't do anything right. about them, okay? Get rid of that. And But it's hard to forget about the past. Mm -hmm. they, they, they nag at you, okay? Right. So instead of spending time worrying about those and letting them nag you, come to the present and the past will start to disappear. Mm -hmm. Come to the present and you'll be thinking about the present regardless mm -hmm. of what you're doing. You'll be mm -hmm. brushing your teeth. Right. But you're not worried. If you're thinking about brushing your teeth, you can't also think right. about the future. Right. And so we're, we're not talking about the present. We're talking about get rid of the past, don't worry about the future. Right. The third one is awareness of feelings and thoughts. And mm -hmm. again, much like what we were just talking about, right. this is taking a moment and just being cognizant of what you're thinking about, cognizant of what you're feeling at that moment, right. so that you can let those things pass by, that you can let those things go, um, instead of ruminating over them or perseverating over and over and over again as right. you as you kind of go through some of those thoughts, mm -hmm. letting them pass through and, and move on so that you can you know focus on where yeah. you are. One of the little helpful hints is they think about thoughts as clouds, mm -hmm. you know, and they just sort of drift by, right. okay? Let them go, let, right. let them drift by. Right. Mm -hmm. The next is find your feet. Find your now, feet. Now this one again is very similar to that body scan. Mm -hmm. um, and actually number six on this list is it's body, body scan. scan. Right. So this is, uh, these two are very similar to what we were talking <coughs> about with the meditation mm -hmm. where you're actually becoming aware of your body. Um, the one is being more specific to your feet, but the right. other is, you know, scanning through your body, looking for those, those places of tension. Mm -hmm. Um, in mindfulness, we're going to scan our body and just sort of be a, be cognizant of our body, you know, right. be cognizant of where we are in right. space and mm -hmm. sort of what is happening to our body, how our body feels mm -hmm. at that particular moment. Right, right. I like this find your feet thing. I'd mm -hmm. never thought about it before, yeah. but public speakers are trained to do this, mm -hmm. and I'm sure actors are as well. Mm -hmm. sure. Is that it sort of grounds you, you know, yeah. it makes you think about where you are rather than all these other thoughts mm -hmm. that come tumbling into your head from right. out of nowhere. Yep. So, the last one here then is make ordinary tasks extraordinary. I mean, I'm going to start doing this one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Be remember one day I told you I came in here on a Saturday morning. We were going to record on a Saturday morning, and there was a woman on who was talking about drawing with your non-dominant right. hand, mm -hmm. and if you do it, it you get insights and it produces thoughts because you're stimulating mm -hmm. parts of your brain that you typically don't stimulate. Yeah. I thought about that when I read this one. Yeah. But also, he's right. If you do, if I brush my teeth with my left hand, mm -hmm. that becomes an effortful process that I have right. to focus on. That means my head is clearing out all yeah. the debris. Yeah. Okay, For that time, mm -hmm. I'm clearing out my head of all the distraction, right. of all the noise. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I used to work with a guy, well, we both worked with Wade. Right. Um, oh, yeah. Dr. Dr. Myers. Did you do that? Um, he used to, I, I would go into his office and he would have his mouse on the left side of his computer 
Um, and what he would do is he would switch back and forth um, so that he just to exercise that, you know, using both hands and really? balancing things. Yeah, it was really, it was really cool. So, um, but yeah, do that doing too. ordinary things in an um, ordinary things extraordinary. extraordinary. Yeah. Again, because two benefits. One is you're stimulating parts of your brain that mm -hmm. you typically don't stimulate. Right. I rarely use my left hand. Right. Um, I'm very right dominant. Um, but you're also, so you're stimulating parts of the brain, but in focusing on this, you're clearing out the right. noise, you're clearing out the debris. That's Absolutely. what most of this is about. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. So I think it's good advice. Yep. Mm -hmm. So check out these two articles. Again, the link um, is in the show notes uh, for both articles. Um, read them. Yeah. Try some of these different things. Uh, tomorrow we're going to talk about different apps right. that, you, uh, that are available that you can use for uh, meditation and for uh, managing some of these things. And some of the people we work with are using those apps Absolutely. and we're getting pretty um, positive feedback. Yep. They're, they're saying that they're, they really work well and yeah. they, they really help them do this. Yeah. So you may want to take a look at those too. So Absolutely. stay tuned tomorrow. Yep. All right. Until then, stay happy, stay healthy, and forget to be afraid. <laughs>